Welcome to ABQ Real Estate Talk on Saturday morning here on the Kiva 1600 AM. Tigo, I'm sure we have a great lineup today. I know we love to talk real estate. What do we have? Well, I've got a big announcement regarding uh, rentals in Albuquerque and, and finding rentals in Albuquerque, which has been a challenge. So they've got some really exciting news that I, I want to get out there um, uh, for, for anybody that is curious about how do you find homes and apartments and properties for rent in Albuquerque. There's a new resource that's going to be super helpful for folks. That's awesome. I love to talk about that. Um, what else? We're going to talk about the market. Yep. Talk about the market, what's been going on, Tracy, you and I, um, you know, we look at it, the, the market a little bit differently. I look at it from a data standpoint. You look at it from a, you know, kind of feet on the, the ground. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and just remind everybody, this is uh, Tigo and Tracy Venturi with the Venturi Group of Real Broker here in Albuquerque. And you can reach us at 505-448-8888. Just want to get that out there or welcome home, abq.com. Tracy, just you know, it's summer, it's, uh, you know, some people call it like the summer lull in real estate. You know, there's there's uh, people going on vacation, taking their summer breaks, uh, been pretty hot out. School starts again soon. School starting again soon. So people are trying to get ready, you know, get, ready get their, their home thing figured out now. Um, what are you seeing in the housing market and how people are feeling about what's what's going on right now with real estate? Well, let's see. So from a standpoint of home buyers and sellers, you mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, right now, um, home buyers are there. We have people out looking for homes. Definitely. There's no lack of the need. Um, what, what we're seeing though, as far as buyers are being a little bit picky, not picky, but houses need to be priced right for the condition for the location and we're seeing that the houses that are in that category priced right for the location um, condition of the property as in priced right right in the sweet yeah, spot yeah, so to speak yeah. um, they're often getting multiple offers still going under contract within a couple of days of going available for sale um, but then we're seeing other houses sort of lag a little bit um, people are being more selective. They're not jumping at a house that's overpriced in their mind for what the condition and location is. Um, and that's across all price points, Tigo, not just a certain segment of the market. We're seeing that in luxury. We're seeing multiple offers in luxury, but then we're seeing some of the luxury stay on the market a little bit longer. In the lower prices, typically if things are priced Close enough to range, we're probably seeing offers within the first few days on the market. Um, but it's still a seller's market here in general, right? Yeah, and that's um, what I'm seeing in the data, Tracy. I'm seeing there's a there's a group of homes that come on the market and they sell immediately. Right. Like within a week or less. And, and you know, maybe half of the homes, they come on the market and they're gone. It has to do with the price Price point, that's a big deal because right. lower priced homes are definitely in much more demand. Um, but it also, like you said, it's the condition, it's the location, it's all all those, you know, checking all the boxes for what, what people are wanting in move-in ready is, is I think, a big deal. I think move-in so. ready, ready to move into is in, um, you know, no, nothing for them to do, especially this time of year, I would suspect, too. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because move-in ready... Um, a lot of people have a hard time just from, you know, showing houses, a lot of houses over the years, 
people have a hard time visualizing themselves in a house when it's not move-in ready and they feel a little overwhelmed at the thought of moving and all of the work that takes, but then to like take on a house that needs work or isn't as maybe clean as it needs to be. I, I, it, that, that reminds me of something. I had a conversation with a, a, a realtor this week, somebody a little bit newer in the business and, and they were talking about a home they had on the market and they were explaining it and they said, well, it needs new carpet, but they're going to do a carpet allowance. Mm. And I thought, boy, you have to, and, and, I, and, I, and I told them, you know what I'm going to, you know, I, I know. said, I told them, I said, look, I said, yes, okay, that's fine. And yes, they're going to give them four or $5,000, let's say for, for a carpet allowance. Okay. But when that buyer walks into that home and sees that home and sees it at news carpet, they're going to put a $10,000 price tag on that $5,000 worth of carpet. Or they're going to be turned off and think the house is not loved, not cared for, not clean and not want the house. And in addition, Tigo, to, to your point of an allowance, I mean, people have the sensory how they feel when they walk in a house, and it's huge. They People decide very quickly if they love the house or they don't, and not having the new carpet can make a huge difference. But on the other side of that spectrum, lenders have a hard time with allowances. Things need to be in the house. They're not going to just give cash to somebody. So it has to be not really a carpet allowance for a loan. It has to be a, a credit towards buyer's closing costs to offset what they bring to closing. So they still have to have their own down payment. The seller cannot contribute to the down payment. They can only offset some of their closing costs. So if there's not four or $5,000 worth of closing costs, the credit doesn't, doesn't work very well. So well, it's, and, it's and like, I, just replace the carpet. Yeah. I, that, I think that's the, the moral of the story. It's like, you know, allowances and credits for new appliances or carpet or paint or whatever it is as as a seller you're gonna you're not gonna net as much as just doing those things and right. we're not talking about upgrades right we're not talking about updating the entire house so that's a different conversation we're just talking about normal wear and tear maintenance on the house right yeah so okay we got off on a tangent there but i think it's an interesting conversation for for people that are uh, thinking about selling. Um, so back you, to this, the stats from you yeah. were you were saying the yeah. stats versus I, the feet on the street. Well, I wanted to say so. You know, days on market, right? That's the number of days at a home once it goes active on the market in the multiple listing service and goes out. You know, how many days before it goes under contract? Not not how many days before it closes, but it goes under contract. Right. When it gets an accepted offer. Yeah. And 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 there's a lot of different ways to look at that that data point. And I like median days on market because it tells me, you know, how many days has it taken for half of the homes to go under contract once they come on the market. And we've been as low as four last month, I think five days the month before, meaning half the homes are selling within that time frame. Right. Very quick. Um, I, I looked at uh, some of the July just preliminary stuff, extracted that from the, the MLS, and in July is looking about the same. About half of the homes are going to be sold within a week. But the, the thing that's odd is there's this whole other group of homes that are taking longer to sell than, let's say, two years ago, where everything was selling no matter what. Right, right. Yeah, there is definitely that group that's taking a little longer. And like I said, it's across all prices, whether it's, you know, the most affordable to high-end luxury, you know, it's still, there's still some homes that are lagging. Obviously, the largest buyer pool is in the more affordable homes. 
So we do see more of those getting more action, but yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know, you know, the thing that's, that's kind of, I don't know what the right term is crazy. That's a, it's such an overused term, but you know, the median price in Albuquerque is now like $360,000, meaning, you know, a low priced home is now a home under 350 or under 300,000. I, I was talking with somebody that works in housing advocacy the other day. He was quizzing me on some data, just wanted to get my take on what's going on in, in the market. Right. And, um, um, you know, trying to figure out, okay, how can, how can there, how can we get affordable housing in Albuquerque? And, and I've said, you know, it's, if, if, if you're somebody building a, a property, right, unless you get the land for free, you know, if you're building a home, you're starting with a hundred thousand dollars before you do anything. That's just, the finished lot, right? And so you're trying to get something under 300,000 is, is, a, is really, really just, the, the only way it can be done is if for some reason you own the lot really cheap. So when you say finished lot, what you mean is you can have a, the building site with utilities, permitting infrastructure ready to be built on. Correct. I don't even know if permitting is in there. Permitting. Not that's, permitting. That's, that's a just, different thing. Yeah. But having the land, maybe it needs dirt work, but it's mostly the land and yeah, the utilities. No, no, no. It, what I'm saying, I'm a I'm a builder. I'm a production builder. And I want to go buy a subdivision of 100, 100 lots, let's say, that's already been developed. The developer's already built it out, curb, gutter, roads, water, sewer, you know, electric, all that stuff's ready to go. But it's just a pad site. That's going to cost me a hundred thousand dollars before I even for start the for the home site doing anything on it. Right. That's just what it is now, and there's a limited supply of those as well that are finished and ready to go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's important because we use terminology, and you were throwing finished, you know, yeah, out yeah. there like I get it. I get it. In this a string of other things. Ooh, me? What? Yeah. Using realtor so, lingo. So before yeah. we get off on other subjects, I want to just make sure that everyone knows our website, welcomehomeabq.com. We've got great tabs there. There's information for sellers, for buyers. Um, there's open house tab. There's newly listed properties. So you can see things real time as they come on the market on our website um, or reach out to us. We'd be happy to help you um, with any of your real estate questions or needs. Yeah. Right. We love and, answering real estate questions. Well, we we do like real estate. So uh, we're at 448-8888 and we have a team of realtors to help you with whatever needs you have. So love to talk. And we also have uh, Spanish speaking. We also cover Santa Fe. So yeah. whatever, whatever needs you have, we're here for you. And Tahiki. Yeah, Tahiki. <laughs> we have a property coming that's in the Tahiki area, which yeah. if you don't know where that is, Look it up. It's uh, no, I mean, it's just, it's you know, it's south, an hour out, out, hour out of Albuquerque, basically. By the Manzano, south yeah. south of town. It's basically on the other side of Kirtland Air Force Base yeah. over the Manzano Mountain. Yeah. 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 So we've got a, a, a variety of homes coming too. So if there's something you're looking for specifically, come, you know, give us a ring and check. Maybe we've got it coming. Okay. Got to talk about New Mexico home rentals. I got to tell you, I'm actually really excited about this because okay. this is something I personally have been working on for at least a year and a half. I think November of 21 is when we start, first started working on this at the multiple listing service. Um, you know, if you guys don't know, I'm, I'm involved with the multiple listing service here in Albuquerque. 
And we just launched a product. Um, you can you can find it on a website called uh, NM Home Rentals. I had to think about it for a second. NMHomeRentals.com. It just launched this week. It's still kind of, I don't want to say beta test, but it's basically up and running where you can go in there and search for properties for rent in the Albuquerque area. And Tracy, like when, when people would call us and say, hey, I, I you know, I, thanks. But, not you in know, a position to I'm buy. not in a position to buy, but I want to rent a home. What would we have to do before? Well, I would give them a lot of different websites and say, here's a lot of the property managers in our area. And you have to look at their specific website to see what's available and call them in each individually. Right. And people would go to Craigslist. Yeah. Talk about that and the problem yeah. with that. Yeah. Craigslist, which a lot of, there's a lot of scams on Craigslist. A lot of list a lot of times when we list a home for sale a lot of times not too un unusually right yeah that's we a bit, probably a better a, way it's not not anyway go ahead yeah so we list a property for sale what happens is some scammer goes in takes our photos looks up the ownership on some public site and then puts that home as if it's available for rent on craigslist or on facebook marketplace or on other sites and they make it for rent. The rent price is usually a little below market and it they've got some sad, sad story about them and how they had to leave quickly and they just want a good family to love their house and, and rent it. And they make it for rent. And then in the words they send, you know, if you inquire about it or even sometimes right on the site, it says, yeah, there's a, there may be a real estate sign there, but please ignore that. We don't want the realtor to know we're trying to rent it. And so people go and they they think they're getting a steal on a rental and they pay somebody who doesn't own a house. They usually take the owner's name and make some sort of takeoff on the owner's name. So it's sort of similar. Well, like, you mean pre like the email pretend, address? Yeah. 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 They pretend that they're the owner and they make something that's somewhat similar to yeah. the owner's yeah. name. And we have had too many people being taken by that. So now we have NM. HomeRentals.com. Rent, home so, yeah. So to, to, to bring this, this back so we've realized that in the albuquerque area and when i say albuquerque i'm talking about the whole metro in fact in this case it includes santa fe as well um are th there's no reliable let's say source, source. source of truth or single source for searching for rental properties you know zillow's good apartments.com is good you know there's a handful of others uh, zumper um you know that are that are national sites that are reputable um the problem is the Craigslist and the, the Facebook marketplace, like you said, they're, they're, you know, some of them are for real. Don't get me wrong. It's not like they're all scams, but the, the, the reason landlords would have to use those websites is they don't really have an alternate. There, there was like, if you're trying to promote a property for rent, you didn't really have an alternate. Now, now we have one. So let me go back to this New Mexico home rentals.com. It's, it's actually, uh, NM, you said, a, oh, is that what I said? You're right. You're right. It's nmhomerentals.com. Um, it is a, a website that has uh, rent for rent properties that are sourced from the multiple listing service. So anybody that's a realtor, that's a member of the multiple listing service, those, and they put those, you know, properties that are for rent. So property managers, other people that have properties for rent, those properties show up on there. Also, um, this, our, our vendor who does this rental beast, they're sourcing rental properties from a lot of the property managers in our market. And, and we went from having 
a couple hundred homes for rent on our multiple listing service to about 2,500 homes on, on this site now where you can search for homes and apartments and properties for rent in Albuquerque. We've just never had this before so in our market. I have a question about it because I haven't seen it yet. Is, is there a map? Is there any information? We get a lot of people from out of area and they don't know what area of town they want to be in or what their commute time might be to their new job or to their kid's school or. Yeah. So when you go on there, it's just like most home search sites, you know, you can put in, you know, price, bedroom, bathroom, of course, in this case, it's price per month, you know, rent, rent price per month versus uh, sale price. But it's, um, you can put bedrooms, bath, you can, it's got some neighborhoods right now. It's very basic but there is a, a map feature. So you can you know go in there and just put your polygon, put a circle oh, in a certain area and, and zone in on a certain part of town. Um, you can actually uh, go in there and click on the map and drag it around and you know search different parts. And as you drag it around, you know it updates of, of what's available and you can put in like what dates you want it available. Um, and one thing I wanna make clear, this is not for like short-term rentals. This is not a replacement for Airbnb, or platform or verbo this is for you know one month minimum least you know term type rental properties in the entire metro so it's great what a great thing thanks yeah. for all your work on that yeah so that that's um you know i want to get the word out uh, w one thing about the scams because one of the questions that have come up as we've been working on this is like well how do you know you know people aren't putting fictitious you know, scam, scam, scammers in there putting in fictitious properties or putting in properties that they don't own and trying to collect a deposit. I did have that question. I was wondering that. Yeah. So a couple things. One, um, when you're in here searching, it's going to say MLS sourced, meaning if it's MLS source, that means it came from a realtor that put it into the MLS and and uh, people probably don't know this, but you know, this is the MLS has very strict rules about, you know, having good, accurate data, right? We, we want to make sure that our data is very clean and accurate about, uh, about homes. Um, the other part is that our, our, our vendor rental beast, they're sourcing these from property managers through these property manager, um, like local companies and yeah. national companies yeah. that have rentals. Yeah. They have rentals and they, and they have their own systems to track that and update it. Um, and so there, there is some, some checking and making sure that it's, it's valid. Uh, Rental Beast actually puts a verification on properties where they've actually certified and verified that it's the the right um, the right That's person. That's awesome. But um, good news. And just one last thing on this for landlords: if you're a property owner, we always say the mom and pop landlord, right? You know, I, I don't yep. know, I don't know where that term came. Well, I know where that term came from, but you know, somebody owns a couple of homes or a couple or of apartments or has a duplex or you know one house and. They, you know, right now, if they want to put that property out, they would go to a, a company like apartments.com or Zillow and pay a fee to put the property up there. Well, now those people can actually go into this platform, certify who they are, certify that they're the owner of the property, and they can list those properties for sale as well. So that's great. That was a long conversation about. It's, you've been working on it for a long time. So com. good job. And it's a, it's it is going to be a, a, a real benefit for our community in in helping people find properties. Good. And and the best part of all, 
we're going to have good data on rentals in yeah, Albuquerque. We'll know what things are renting for. That's that's kind of been a challenge. Yeah, good. So Tigo, I want to skip over to Homes of the Week and yes. making sure people know that our website has a great tab for open houses from all open houses that are being entered into our multiple listing service. Mm -hmm. So this weekend, if you want to get out in this beautiful, nice, cool weather and look at some open houses, you can find them there on our website, welcomehomeabq.com. There's also tabs for newly listed, like just listed, scroll through like real time so you can see the, the hot off the press ones. And a lot of information for buyers and sellers, education wise. We also have, you know, what's your home worth, of course, on our website. Yeah. Um, but there's all sorts of info there. So, so Tracy, take I wanna, a look. I want to talk about that. You know, what's your home worth? Um, we we launched a, a tool for our clients, friends, anybody really. And it's on our website where they can uh, plug in their address, get a, get an automated valuation of their home. And then, uh, you know, ongoing, it's just helping them keep up to date on what they what the home might be worth, how much home equity they have, right. and so on. But you have a story about that. Oh, yeah. So I forgot I told you that. So um, we have somebody that got on the website and they did a, a value for a rental property that they have. But what's interesting about this is this particular person is um, a realtor, a, a licensed well, in our MLS, mm -hmm. I'm guest licensed, yeah. realtor and appraiser. Yes. And um, made a comment back to us and said, hey, I just thought I'd let you know that the auto automated value that it came up with for my rental property is, is right in line with what I did on my own using real data to verify it. Now, all of them are not going to be that accurate, right? It's still an automated thing. It's just a really nice convenience feature for our listeners, for our clients and anybody. Um, but it was good to get that feedback from a real professional who used it and went, hey, that was pretty awesome because they can watch the value of their property over time, just very hands off, get a little update here and there of, of what that rental is worth. You know, it's nice to track your equity, right? In your oh, home. Absolutely. I love to know, like if we only owe this much and my house is worth this much, I have that much equity in my house. I mean, that's real wealth and real, you know, it's, it's fun to watch that build. Yeah, so yeah, for that sure. was fun. Tr Tracy, there was, um, something that came up in a, in one of the, uh, the, the groups that I follow talking about speaking of appraisal, um, how much does a swimming pool add in value to a property? Yeah, interesting. I'm, you know, I want to know the rest of this. Well, th that's the problem is there's not a... So so th there's this, this term in the appraisal world where the appraiser has to basically um, compare... Uh, properties that have a feature versus properties that don't have a feature <clears throat> determine how much that feature adds in value to a property, right? So you could compare a house that has two bathrooms to a house that has three bedrooms, everything else comparable, right? And, and in theory, you, you said can two bathrooms compared to three bedrooms. You Is meant, that what I said? You meant three bedrooms compared to two bedrooms. No, I meant Two, two bathroom? bathrooms versus three bathrooms. Okay, right? okay so, there we go. So how much how much additional value does that third bathroom, bathroom add? Well, to to determine that, you have to you know compare properties that a bunch of properties that have two and a bunch of properties that have three. You know, you get where I'm going, right? And then figure out the difference. Well, it, it's it's a it's a difficult thing to do, especially 
when you have a small data set. Right. And so I looked in in Albuquerque and last year there was roughly, I'm trying to remember the number, it's somewhere around 14,000 homes that sold in our in our entire area in the last year. Only about 400 had, a, had an in-ground in swimming pool. So it's a pretty small data set. And so how do you compare that? So there's, there's no good way to do that. So what ends up happening is we have to have these conversations like this and you go, well, what do you think it adds? I don't know. What do you think it adds? What's really interesting when you started talking swimming pool, first thing that came to my mind of added value is what time of year is it? If it's right now and it's a hundred degrees outside and the, the yard looks beautiful <laughs> and this pool is sparkling and there's beautiful chase lounges and flowers and it's very inviting versus it's the middle of winter. It's covered over. It's got dirt on the cover. Everything's like a mess because it's winter and nothing's pretty. Everything's brown. It's going to look a lot different, I would assume, to buyers and to an appraiser. Yeah. You know, no, it you're going to sell your pool in the winter. Make sure you at least open it for the photos at, in the summer or something. If you're thinking of selling, get those photos so that they're ready, not with a bunch of kids in the pool and not with people around it. Cause that's the only photos we have of a pool, right? Yeah. A lot of times is client says here, I've got some pictures from summer, but it has people in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you don't want to put a bunch of people out there with your house photos. So that, anyway, no, I mean, that's, that's a good point. And, and I think, so, so to go back to that, it's, there is no set number. Right. How much value a pool adds. And it, it adds as much as a buyer is willing to pay. I know that's really a cop-out answer. So just one more thing on that, Tigo. What the what it costs to put in a pool today can vary hugely, oh, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you get a rectangular pool with an auto cover versus an odd shape with a unusual way to keep it clean with, you know, a with a waterfall and a slide and yeah, a deep yeah, end yeah, and yeah. a sophisticated chemical system and things. That, that's um, a fair point. They and vary a lot in what it costs to put a pool in. I, I heard somebody say a rule of thumb was half of the cost of installing a pool is probably the value you're going to get out of it. Again, that's very, yeah, very vague. But um, anyway, it, it's an interesting conversation because we have that all the time about, okay, what does a solar system add? You know, solar sol solar voltaic, I'm talking about, you know, power generation, you know, and, and again, that's a big question that is a big question mark on it because there's no way to really track that, that data. You um, know, there's no good source for that. Just like when GreenBuild came out, there was mm -hmm. this whole thing where, does it add value to build your house green, have more energy efficiency, which would make your utility bills lower and your indoor air quality better and maybe the noise level and the safety different, right? And I know there was a couple of appraisers back in the day who were really good with the first few green built properties that we were working with for different builders. And um, I was probably one of the first in the state that was certified. Yeah. Green green build specialist, which you know we were pretty passionate about. Now it's pretty common in all the new construction, but back in the day, the appraisers were being tasked with making that house worth a little bit more because of those features. Yeah, it it's um it's an interesting conversation because you know people want to do certain upgrades to their home, and they're like, okay, well, is is it going to add value? I'm not sure, you know, and it, it depends. Like again, let's go back to the original example. A, a two 
bathroom versus a three bathroom. There's no doubt that a third bathroom adds value in most cases. And to the family who lives there. Right. But, you know, adding a bathroom onto a house, that's really hard to do and really expensive. So you're going to get that out of it? Probably not. Did you have more than one bathroom in your house growing up? I had one and just barely a half with the five of us. Yeah. We had one for the seven of us. Wow, we sound so old, Tracy. We that are. Just, that we was are. just pathetic. That was just sounding awful. Yeah. Um, one, one last story I just wanted to hit on, I saw, and it was, the headline was, this is a national story, and it was uh, just 1% of all homes changed hands so far this year. U.S. homes. Yeah, U.S. homes. So uh, this is something we've been talking about a lot, is people just aren't moving as often. We, we're not seeing as many homes coming on the market. Um, people just are, are staying put. There's this whole rate lock conversation about people that are locked in these low mortgage rates that don't want to jump into a new home at a 7% mortgage rate. So, Although we've had several clients doing that recently. Yeah. Well, and I think that's just it. It's it's people um, the make, new normal. making a decision that works for them. Right. right. And there's another headline that I've seen lately in the housing world is the new normal 7% mortgage is like, you know, yeah. buyers are are realizing it, okay, this is this is what it's at now. Doesn't seem like they're gonna go up much more at the moment. Doesn't seem like they're gonna be going down. Um, although yeah. there's a lot of people predict, projecting, predicting rates going up and going down. Yeah. And they're gonna give you a whole list of reasons and evidence of why. On both sides. And they're both good arguments. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, it's always fun to talk real estate. I yeah. don't think we got to all the topics we were really going to talk about no, today, but you know wait, how wait, we wait. are. You, people are going to feel like we they, oh, they, they missed yeah. something. We got yeah. everything done. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, It's just, you know, how we are. We sit and talk real estate all the time. So yeah. thanks for joining us and listening in as we banter about real estate every week. We really appreciate you guys. And, you know, let us know what questions or things you would like us to talk about. We'd love to hear from you. What kind of banter? The banter. Yeah. And the best way, 448-8888 or welcomehomeabq.com. And we look forward to hearing from you. And thanks for being a part of our, our show.